Welcome to Retirement Key Radio with Abe Abish. Abe, for many of us, 2020 changed the way that we look at a lot of different things. But when it comes to a money standpoint, Investors Business Daily was saying people now expect a more holistic experience when working with a financial advisor. And holistic is a word that I've actually heard you use before when talking about the plans that you and your team work to build. Mm -hmm. What's involved in that process when you're providing a more comprehensive financial planning service for the folks that you work with? Well, look, I'll give you the definition, Heather. Okay. You know, as a certified financial fiduciary, part of our code of conduct is to take a holistic approach. Right. That means considering all aspects and factors that affect the plan prior to making suggestions or advice about any part of a client's financial plan or circumstance. And I think people are really catching on, especially people 55 and older, that as they get closer and closer to retiring, just having a 401k, just having a TSP, an IRA, or a combination of those accounts, mm-hmm. and maybe a broker brokerage account and some cash is not a comprehensive holistic retirement plan. Yes, your investments in cash is a big component and part of that plan. But in addition to an investment plan, Heather, we also should have a plan for insurance, an insurance plan, a tax plan. A plan for maximizing Social Security when we take that. A plan for RMDs, which we'll talk about today. Okay. Uh, and an, an estate plan, an end-of-life plan. Mm-hmm. All of these components and factors should be built into a very comprehensive, holistic plan. And I would say one of the biggest differences between us and a lot of other firms, Heather, mm-hmm. is that the majority of financial planning and retirement planning advice given is on growth and helping people climb up that retirement mountain But our clients don't have a growth and savings and accumulation problem. Their problems lie in coming down that mountain. Mm -hmm. And our comprehensive planning addresses all of the areas that can affect someone's wealth descending down the retirement mountain, transitioning from their working career into retirement. Okay. So we just had a couple come in, and this is a classic example. They live in Reston, Virginia. They're in their early 50s, and they want to retire in about seven or eight years at around 60 years old. They came in because they didn't have a plan. They do have some accumulation stuff. They've got some IRAs. They've got a 401k and they're heavy into real estate, which is also a reason why they wanted to come in to diversify away from real estate. Mm -hmm. They've done well in real estate with maybe a million to a million and a half in properties and rental properties and also maybe several hundred thousand dollars in IRAs and 401ks. What was their problem? They were too real estate heavy and they didn't have a plan to get them to retirement, right? They're only seven or eight years away and they have no plan. They have stuff, but we needed to help them put all this stuff into a plan. Okay, got it. Okay, Yep. so everyone has a growth plan. Everyone has a TSP, 401k, real estate, IRA, cash. Sometimes we call it this junk drawer full of stuff, (laughs) right? No, it's a good analogy, yeah. Yeah, we need to take that, you know, the junk drawer, right? When the market's hot, you're opening up your statements and you're checking out the balances. And when the markets are down, you do not want to open up those statements and you just throw the statement right in the drawer. Yep. Right? So we need to take that financial junk drawer and turn it into an actionable, comprehensive plan that can be tracked, monitored, measured every single year 
because our life will change, mm-hmm. right? The kids will go out of the home. Our kids will get married. We will downsize and move into another home. Jobs will change. Accounts will change. Life changes. Right. And we need to make sure our plan keeps up with our life changes. And you can do that by monitoring and tracking the plan at least a few times a year. So those are a few ways, Heather, that we help this couple to put together a very comprehensive plan. So we've been talking about this idea of the general bigger picture plan, but let's get into the nitty gritty a little bit about what comes along with the details of this plan. Let's do it. One break that we did get in 2020 was from RMDs, required minimum distributions because of the pandemic. But I mean, as far as we know anyway, these RMDs will be back this year. So what does that mean from a planning standpoint? Well, it means a lot of things, right? Because these are forced distributions, Heather, that have to come out of your 401k, TSP, IRAs, whether you want them to or not. That's right. Not Roth IRAs, but all of our other pre-taxed qualified accounts in which we have not paid taxes. The IRS forces a 72-year-old and older to take out a minimum amount each year. Why? Because for 50 years, potentially, 20, 30, 40 years, we've stuffed money into these accounts. They've grown, and we haven't paid a penny of tax. Mm -hmm. Well, naturally, here you are at 72, right? The average man might live to 84, 85. The average woman might live to 86, 87. We're talking a 14, 15-year time frame here for the IRS to get as much money out of those accounts as possible. And what's worse is that these forced distributions, which a lot of people don't need or want to come out of their accounts, will probably cause additional taxation in your plan. Okay. Right. Imagine if you have enough income coming in, Heather, you're 72 years or older, you have a pension or no pension, you've got some rental income, some annuity income, some stock dividend income, you've got income, right? And your income needs are met. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you say, oh, Abe, I forgot about this. I got a million bucks in my TSP. I got a million dollars in my 401ks and IRAs. And I don't really want to take this money out, Mm -hmm. but you have to, Mm -hmm. you have to. And at 72 years old, the amount or percentage you have to take out is about or around 4%. What's 4% of a million? 40,000. Yep. What's 4% of a half a million? 20 grand. And if you got 2 million, $80,000 around that, Mm -hmm. that you would have to take out. Imagine if 20, 40, 60, $80,000 sat on top of all of the other income you have, right? that could create some tax problems, right? Especially if taxes go up down the road. And if you ask 99 out of 100 people whether they think taxes are going to go up or down in the future, mm-hmm. they're going to say up, right? $30 trillion and, dollars in debt. Yes, sir. <laughs> right. So we have a potential ticking tax time bomb here on all of these 401k and IRA dollars because of our near $30 trillion in national debt. Mm-hmm. And because tax rates and brackets will probably go up, probably, right, because Mm -hmm. of the debt and other factors. And so here we are with these ballooning accounts that have done really well in this last decade of incredible growth. But the problem could be, as we start taking those dollars out, higher taxes potentially, sequence risk, you know, when you are pulling monies out of your investment accounts, whether you want to or not, Mm -hmm. for an RMD or just income, Heather, that the market's also down at the same time, Yeah, that would be devastating, having that double negative or double loss. So we just helped a couple that came in. They actually didn't know the rules to the game in terms of the RMD rules. Mm. They came in and the gentleman was 70 and a half and still working. They live in the Herndon, Virginia area. 
and he had about $300,000 in an IRA at a, at a big firm and about a million dollars in his current 401k. And he thought that because he was still working mm-hmm. and because he was 70 and a half, he had no RMDs due on any of his retirement dollars. And that no. was incorrect. Yeah. He was correct in that he did not have an RMD due on his current 401k with his current employer because he was, he was still, still working. working. Okay. But that IRA out there for 300000 yeah. what's 4% of 300000 About twelve grand. Yikes. Because they picked up the phone and called into our show and came in for a complimentary where do I stand plan, specifically with questions about RMDs, we are able to help them save about $6,000. Where do I get that math from? If they wouldn't have taken out the about 4% RMD on that $300,000 IRA, which is about Mm $12,000, they would have been penalized 50%. Wow. 50% of 12 grand is 6,000. $6,000, look, it's not a ton of money, but it's a good chunk of change. That could pay for a pretty decent vacation, (laughs) maybe two vacations, right? Yes. $6,000 is $6,000. It is. Simply by coming in, putting their ego aside. They came in for a complimentary second opinion. 1.3 million saved. That's nothing to sneeze at. Pretty good Mm -hmm, amount of savings. mm -hmm. But they wanted to make sure they knew what they didn't know. They didn't know all the rules of the game, especially in terms of RMDs. And these are some of the ways that we can help people and that we helped that couple. Find out more at retirementkeyradio.com. Financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Abraham Abish is licensed in your state, please call 571-577-9968. Abish Financial Services is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Abraham Abish. NBM number 770-3575.